I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! I want to know the truth. You keep digging, you're going to dig your own grave. Right. Can you prove any of this? No, absolutely not. I don't feel no ways tired. This is The Brian Suits Show. AM, 770-KTTH. Hour number two, it is uh, 7 a.m. And here in the middle of an atmospheric river. It's yet another atmospheric river, Greg. Producer Greg, uh, here for the second day in a row. As if. Um, it was light rain at my house. Uh, and really, uh, that way, all the way up uh, here uh, into the city of Seattle. Cannot, cannot speak for you uh, to the north, but quick. Quick scan of Google Maps so you can keep your eye on the road. And uh, there's construction. And uh, oh, okay. Uh, anyway, but you know that. Let rain. Some stay dry and others feel the pain. Chocolate rain. That was such a weird song. And that guy <laughs> had such a weird voice. Last anyway, from the past. The uh, I-5 Express lanes northbound, uh, as you all know, uh, are closed right now because that's the way that works. Hence the express lane and normal traffic in the normal places south of Everett I five, south of Shoreline, uh, same deal and all that. But no road closures like yesterday. So just just drive normally and pay attention to the uh, speed limit and uh, the whole thing. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, the Biden administration <clears throat> approved and negotiated a massive labor deal with uh, big raises in August of twenty twenty three for UPS. UPS repaid him by announcing yesterday in an earnings call they're laying off 12,000 people. <laughs> SadTrombone.com for unionized UPS. The most <clears throat> the most pro-union president in history, President Biden, applauded Teamsters and a logistics company at UPS last summer for agreeing on a new labor contract that would significantly boost pay. Uh, five months after unionized workers rallied uh, a massive five-year labor deal that included massive pay bumps. The logistics company announced yesterday that 12,000 jobs, or about 14% of its 85,000 management jobs, would be cut. So, that's so weird. Negotiating a unionized, uh, man mandated uh, salary increase in a market economy. It's getting ugly, folks. There's no other way to put it. Speaking of market economies, another, another canary in the coal mine about uh, things going really sideways in China is that gold sales, a traditional hedge, against chaotic times are up 28% in China uh, in, the, in the last eight months. Huge land office business that they're doing in uh, such as the China. I'm, I promise not to say that uh, in China um, yesterday. And speaking of in China, so the biannual wagging the finger at the tech executives is underway at Capitol Hill. Uh, here's uh, Senator Dick Durbin with a little bit of finger waggering. Future, Anna. All right, Ryan Nobles. And there are five tech execs arrayed in front of them. They have their their uh, their dogs and their ponies al um, uh, aligned, and the the head of the committee then he gets first bite to access, engage, and groom children for abuse. And the prevalence of CSAM on X has grown as the company has gutted its trust and safety workforce. Yeah, get them. It's those tech guys. And so it's such a, it's it's totally low-hanging fruit. I, I mean, it, it is a bent-over cherry tree on, on this one. And then uh, right when you think you got them by the short hairs, the Chinese Communist Party 
usurps the Catholic Church to tell us that actually TikTok is a, is a force for good, for saviors. My name is Sister Monica Clare. Because of TikTok, I've created a community where people can feel safe asking questions about spirituality. I try to provide a really accessible way of them learning about. A nun? Well, then it can't be bad. TikTok's so, getting people to heaven is what it's doing. That's exactly what it's doing. It's, and prosperity. My name is Sister Monica Clare. Sister Monica Clare. I... I, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna source it because I think that'd be too obvious if they made it up. But it doesn't say, you know, actor portrayal. So TikTok this morning debuted that ad uh, because they they have a legislative department that understands that they are in the crosshairs of the fiery uh, Dick 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 Durbin. Interesting. Only one other industry in America has an immunity from civil liability. We'll leave that for another day. And that's because of that whatever rule, Order 66 or whatever that the telecom gets. So in other words, AT&T is not responsible when I call you uh, over the AT&T network for an, a range of bank robbery. That's basically what that is. And so things are different. And and this is one of those things where they're going to go back to their districts and they're going to say, see the tough action I took on social media? I, I wagged my finger in their faces. Unanimous. Take a look at the composition and membership of the Senate Judiciary Committee and imagine, if you will, there's anything we could agree on unanimously. And everyone is staring back with steely resolve back at these five fat cat rich guy tech executives who flew out here from the the hippie West Coast and they're going to face our wrath and the whole thing. I but do love how TikTok turns to the public and goes, you know how we're getting that reputation where our app is a source of disinformation, propaganda, conspiracy well, theories? Well, God disagrees. Yeah, we amplify depressive and suicidal tendencies in teams. We help fuel gender dysphoria. We're really a source of uh, nuns trying to reach the public. My name is Sister Monica Clare. Because of TikTok, I've created a community where people can feel safe asking questions about spirituality. Yeah, look, you couldn't do that on Facebook. You know, seriously? Um, I mean, I still have a Facebook page for when Bush was president called Whimsy. What if Bush said it? Anything Obama said, I would run through it as a Bush quote. And uh, and I, I don't I don't administer the page anymore, folks. But anyway, I encourage you to go and I encourage you to follow the Jesus, but only through the TikTok. I try to provide a really accessible way of them learning about religion and spirituality. That's uh oh, brother Lindsay, he's he, he's getting his bite. Democracy itself. These companies must be reined in, or the worst is yet to come. Uh, Gavin Guffey is a representative, Republican representative, uh, from South Carolina in the Rock Hill area. To all the victims who came and showed us photos of your loved ones, don't quit. It's working. You're making a my name is Sister Monica Clare. Because of TikTok, I've created a community where people... And Lindsey Graham's been smited. He's been, uh, a bolt of lightning has just taken Lindsey Graham up. So anyway... Hey, Lindsey Graham, what do you have against nuns? Yeah, what's your problem? Jeez. You weirdo. Um, and so the the um, part of the deal is the heartbreaking, emotionally manipulative part of this is when they trot out parents that are positive that, that their kids were driven to suicide because of cyberbullying. And I mean, I, I'm, I, 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 with all due respect to their grief and the whole thing, when you're in that kind of grief, you're looking for any answer. And if someone, you never know, a kid can walk by you, 
uh, you can walk by your kid in the, the hallway and say, is that what you're wearing? And your kid's ruined for the day. Unless, you know, someone has, has written a specific note about, I'm, I took my life because of that one TikTok. I, it's just, I, I think it's a little unfair, but I do agree that when they're using these manipulative algorithms that do see what you clicked on, because I'm as guilty as anyone else. Of, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, you know. It's hard I, enough for adults to use these things. You know how I keep saying, don't buy crap on Instagram or you'll just <laughs> see more crap? Are you guilty of that? My name is Sister Monica Claire. Because of TikTok, I've created a community. I saw the coolest skiing anorak. Of course you did. <laughs> yesterday. They know you. And I bought it. So that's that's sure to keep them away, isn't it? Oh, um, I get uh, little pop-ups for guitars and guitar shops all the time. And to me, okay, that's like Hendrix. music porn. And I, I look at, oh, wow, look at the neck of that guitar. Oh, my gosh, is that a <clears throat> 1963 Fender? I used to be a physical impulse buyer, like especially during Christmas. Like I'd see a thing, a sharper image, and go, I have to have that thing. I learned a technique from a, um, uh, a therapist, uh, but not for that, who said, pick it up, walk around the store with it. And then put it down anywhere you want, and that's your that's your revenge. You know, don't take it back to where you got it. Uh, that'd be the courteous thing, but just pick it up. And when you're tired of carrying it around and you're over the novelty, you possess it. Then put it back, put it down. Anyway, Lindsay's going after Mark Zuckerberg, who is challenging him to an MMA yeah. fight <laughs> of exploitation of children. I'll talk about them uh, in depth in a little bit. The bottom line is all these bills have met the same fate. They go nowhere. They leave the committee and they die. There's that. Uh oh, he said the quiet part out loud. I think this could be very positive for our society. And Governor, I flew out here in a jet whose landing gear is more expensive than your annual salary. There's a lot here to be excited about. But I found that uh, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, will make that bill die. Uh, anyway, it's it's. But it is it's excellent performative stuff because. You're, you're gonna if you're in South Carolina, you're gonna see that clip today. Can't be sued, and there's not one law on the book that's meaningful, protecting the American consumer. And so there you go. Uh, well, anyway, that you, you know how that's gonna wind up with many many highlights on uh, tonight's news. Going to Mark Zuckerberg now for comment. Raising an eyebrow, squinting, uh, widening my eyes, or scrunching my nose. Oh, remember how excited we were when when Meta gave us legs. <laughs> Not you sure about that? Like, the CGI people got legs or whatever. I know what you're all asking. You're all asking, how does this help us find Bellevue's pajama bandits? The the teenage chicks that are smashing with reportedly with hammers. Well, we'll get into that here in just a second. First thing, First thing uh, have they found the pajama bandits? They've been striking since uh, from Bellevue to Tukwila to uh, Tacoma. I've noticed the last couple of days, there's two different ways. Some local reporters say Tukwila. They divide the syllable after the K, and others do the T-U syllable Quilla. I do the German Tukvilla. I, I, yeah, I, I say that because there's so, so many uh, refugee Serbs in Tukwila. And... Uh, but yeah, the, the, but anyway, they've been striking. Apparently, some say a long wooden handle with a metal club at the end and a flat a flat surface that could be construed as a as a uh, hammer. Oh well, Aaron, it is an Aaron. It- 
unexpected twist in this smash-and-grab tale. Now, today, after receiving more videos of the pajama-clad juveniles doing some of these vehicle smash-and-grabs, I went ahead and I reached out to Federal Way to Police Department for more information. And this is what we've been learning throughout this investigation. More on that a little later. But they are pajama-clad, and they're juveniles. I, I, I don't know how they established that. but uh, Maybe anyway. they're sleepwalking. Inspector Callahan, rape, how did you establish that? Uh, anyway, thing two. Second thing. Uh, second thing, cryptocurrency is bad. Everything Warren Buffett uh, has said so far in his life has come true. The SEC has charged Shuli and Brenda Chunga, Brenda Chunga with involvement in a fraudulent crypto asset pyramid scheme called Hyperfund. Anything with bit, hyper, fund, coin, it's all, it's all crap. It's just disgusting. It's like somebody else is trading turds and you decide I can't be left out. Um, I, I forget the guy that just died, his longtime friend uh, who just died. Um, he was the one who, who compared people hoarding gold uh, to uh, World War II uh, refugee Jews boiling or smelting their gold down and hiding it in their, in their clothes. Charlie Munger. And that's what is happening in China right now. That's, that's uh, thing uh, 2.5, by the way. Uh, thing three. Third thing. Uh, deal to pause fighting in the Gaza Strip is being negotiated. Uh, a, a, okay, I'll give you a six-week break in fighting between Israel and Hamas, the freeing of all remaining civilian hostages, and the release of some Palestinian prisoners held by Israel. The fallout on did did uh, and producer Greg, did you watch that video from inside the hospital on the West Bank where the Israeli undercover police came in dressed as doctors and patients? I saw parts of it. Yeah, there was another part. And sure enough, a guy BBC talked to a guy who said some of this could be construed as, in fact, a war crime. What the Israeli police did was they called Hamas on their use of a hospital as a ruse. So they used a ruse to reveal a ruse. So Hamas guys were meeting in a hospital to plan a October 7th-style terrorist attack out of the West Bank into Israel. So they're, of course, going bananas because the Israelis used a ruse to shoot up the ruse. They killed the three Hamas guys and then left. Hey, using a ruse is our thing. Um, and, it, and I saw there was footage from further outside. You see the footage of them coming in, and they're in character. They're still wearing doctor's outfits and all that. But, you know, it's guns out, sun's out, guns out, the whole thing. They're ready for the pew-pew. When they're outside, there's a nurse pushing a guy in a wheelchair, and he's sitting on the rifles. He's sitting on the firearms, on the shooting irons. And he has a doctor next to him uh, guiding the wheelchair, and then there's a party of people dressed as female patients, as women patients behind them. And as they walk into the hospital, like three Palestinian men sort of turn their heads and like, oh, that's, that chick is hairy. I mean, even for us. I mean, that's in that some. And um, they, they go in. Then they, they reveal that actually nobody expects a Spanish Inquisition and uh, the whole thing. But, of course, someone was calling the Israelis the war criminal, criminals when— if you actually know the law of war, uh, a protected structure is a protected structure only as long as it follows the rules. It, it helps to market. Like a hospital, if you market and then you make sure that armed people don't use it as cover or concealment, yeah, that's still a hospital. But if you didn't market and you, Doctors Without Borders, no, it's a, you think it's a hospital, but you allow Taliban guys to run in to get away from the American AC-130, guess how much hospital that is going to remain? And the responsibility is is on you, Doctors Without Borders. But uh, so anyway, 
there, the law of war actually questions whether, whether that was a hospital. If somebody in there knew that Hamas was meeting, and they had weapons with them, by the way, all the dead were found with weapons on them and the whole thing. So uh, anyway, that's thing three. So thing four. Fourth thing. Well, um, they're coming for my Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, the passing the bill of impeachment to the Senate uh, passed last night. Uh, every, everybody got a piece of the action. This is the uh, the chair um, as he, the America's committee uh, chair. And now again, if you impeach the guy, they're just going to put an equally or more incompetent guy in there and you're going to get the same, same crap on this. But this is because the Republicans are uh, playing chess with this because they know that this is a golden campaign issue. And if they don't impeach Mayorkas, they're going to have to explain uh, why they don't want to vote for the the flawed Senate border security air fingers uh, law. But here's uh, Chairman Green on the passing of the Mayorkas impeachment bill last night. Secretary Mayorkas's actions have forced our hand. We cannot allow this border crisis to continue. We cannot allow fentanyl to flood across our border, our criminals to waltz in undeterred. And we cannot allow a cabinet secretary with no regard for the separation of powers or the rule of law to remain in office. That's all very well and good until he recognized Eric Swalwell, uh, who brought his fully weasel fur lined ass hat and he adjusted it on his head. And any shortcomings that Mayorkas may have, frankly, are your fault. He's asking for authorities to do more to have more border agents, to have more resources. There's nothing stopping him, and you can adjust. Your ass hat is on backwards. Um, all right, thing five already. Fifth thing. Who, who? Jason Citron, he's CEO of Discord. I've and, heard uh, of Discord. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, when, ki when your kids are gaming, they're on Discord on a private audio channel, and they're talking their talk and, and all that. Anyway, he's speaking right now, and he's really brilliant and a little Asperger-y. And 24. It's why safety is built into everything we do. It's essential to our mission and our business. Anyway, right. there, there, he, there he goes. Uh, and he's got, he's got the garbage beard, by the way. The jawline beard with no mustache, the, the Amish thing, don't. Just don't. Depressive, suicidal kids on our platform. I feel your pain. Yeah, it just that either grow a beard or or don't do that, or or be a complete French word for shower and just do the goatee. Safety of minors. My written testimony provides a comprehensive overview of our safety programs. It's, it's baked into the cake that these guys are going to look like manipulative geeks because, well, a they answered the casting call for manipulative geek. A little Aspergery, and then they're given bad mics. Mutation of larger companies buying smaller ones. Then they go a quarter inch away from a bad mic, and they and all that, and, and they're worth billions. And they flew in on their own Gulfstream, and uh, who are you anyway, Mr. Senator? Uh, back in uh, a second, uh, the what, what is the latest as the world turns around the Persian Gulf um, and big big Biden strike 2024? Is it coming or is it all, still all, still away a week? Um, the answer may surprise you. Back in a second, AM 770 KTTH. And boom goes the dynamite.
some Sunday KTTH Brian Suits here. And as I check the airspace of the troubled Middle East, which is on fire, there are no signals that any, uh, where, where it is, by the way, uh, 628 and dark in Syria. Feels really escalating over there. Yeah, well, it doesn't, doesn't look very escalating. And there's going to be 83% illumination from a uh, waning gibbous moon. And moderate cloud cloud cover, but I don't see any anything uh, any evidence of anything circling. There was a RQ4 Global Hawk out of Sicily that spent the night uh, our our night uh, over the Black Sea looking at uh, Ukraine, but not it it didn't venture south. Um, and the Iranians are making a big show of calling off their dogs. The head of Iran's Revolutionary Guards, or Paz Duran, said earlier this morning that Tehran was not looking for war, which is words that you got to understand when, when they follow that up with, um, yeah, but we're ready for you, and that's all pugilistic and all that. Just the fact that in the middle of that they say we're not looking for war uh, means that uh, somehow they're, they're, they're backing down, and, and, and it does. Um, and the heads, uh, the head of uh, one of their uh, militias, one of the Iraqi Shia Arab militias that hide in uh, Syria, said they're they're uh, calling off offensive, uh, you know, uh, operations, whatever they call shooting a GPS guided Iranian drone, Shahed drone at an American base. But the point is, the point of the punishment, and and. I'm just afraid that this is going to give Biden and Blinken at all the cover to not make them pay. Because they do have to pay. What they have to pay for is they may not direct these militias on who to attack, but they could tell them, stop it before they even start. And that did not happen on Saturday because uh, the Amer- the three Americans who were serving were, wait, what, what was the whole word salad? They were... Serving and they were super brave and all that. Our this, deepest, this, this is uh, obviously our deepest so disrespectful for her to not have, not have in her the the words. Condolences uh, go out and our he- heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three three brave. Uh, three brave, uh, three brave of uh, three folks who are, who are military folks who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf and of. Uh, well, this- there, there you go. Pretty much the Gettysburg Address verbatim. Thank you so much. What? They are who are brave, and there's they were serving, they were fighting because they fight. They were fighting for Biden. Administration of the American people, obviously, more so, more importantly, who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration of the American people. Uh, hardly. So uh, anyway. <clears throat> um, well, here's a game for you. So you're a U.S. senator. The average age of the U.S. Senate, because of Chuck Grassley alone, because he screws up the mean. Got to be like 75. But it's like 75. <laughs> and so uh, the the um, the the Aspergery garbage beard chap from Discord. Let, let's play a game. Get a get a buzzer ready. Tell me when Senator Sidney Blumenthal checks out. Because they want they want to know what are you doing to prevent uh, abuse uh, of kids? And he comes at him with with this. All these seventy eight year old got men. He comes at him with this. We've also built an innovative tool, Teen Safety Assist, that blocks explicit images and helps young people easily report unwelcome conversations. We've also developed a new semantic hashing technology for detecting novel forms of CSAM called Clip. 
and we're sharing this technology with other platforms. I mean, I've heard it five times and I checked out. Wow. He's talking about a, a oh, novel. going to save us. A novel hashing technology. And like Blumenthal does what? He, he perks up and goes to the edge of his seat. We've also developed a new semantic hashing technology for detecting novel forms of CSAM. Novel forms of CSAM? I'll find that my daughter in my mom's basement. <laughs> so anyway, that's what you get. You call these guys in front of you. And you want specific things, you get a specific thing about a specific hashing technology and all that. And I know some of you work in the industry, and I don't, and it's really obvious, but... We've also developed a new semantic hashing technology. Okay, there you go. Go And I, I, always spelled, I spelled gobbledygook with two Bs. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. I, 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 that I can do. I can spell gobbledygook uh, correctly. There's going to be a lot of word salads on Capitol Hill today, but the bottom line is, in my view, I think we need far more regulation on social media. The technology has outpaced the regulations on it. And furthermore, it might not be popular, but I strongly posit this notion that there should be a minimum age requirement to get on some of these apps. So you, you hate God. You, you hate God's house is what, is what I'm learning. My name is Sister Monica Clare. Because of TikTok, I've created a community where people can feel safe. Ask what do you say to her? Look, we got cigarettes out of the hands of young people. It took decades and decades. We can get nuns off of TikTok. Remember when like bubblegum cigarettes were banned? It's because That's these companies dark day. were trying to get kids when they're young. And these social media companies have perfected a, a method of getting these young people addicted, and it's pure poison for them. Make the minimum age requirement 16. Well, look, I, I, love, I love the markets. I love it when markets regulate, but this is the lawn darting of America. And I, sorry, folks. I, yes, it is abusive to your kids. What the hell's wrong with your hands? Do you, do you, do you knock before you go in your kid's room? I, I do knock. Just out of courtesy, because sometimes I don't want to see what I might see. I think a lot of parents are ignorant. But wh when I feel like there's bullying happening, um, I'm going to see it. I'm going to take the phone away. L let me tell you how this works, though. Because You know, you know what I did to keep yeah. my kid from spending money yesterday sure. on Apple Pay? Uh-huh. Took the money from her account. <laughs> Just ripped it right Then she out texted there. me, hey, there's no money in... Uh, no, no money for Boba. Look at your exertion of parental and I'm like, yeah, that's right. There's no money for Boba. Uh-oh, okay. the, the TikTok CEO is talking. TikTok in the U.S. is over 30. We recognize that special safeguards are required to protect minors, and especially when it comes to combating all forms of CSAM. Go home, commie. So they were gone. But, but I say the lawn darting of America because those were fun. And, I mean, it, it was literally raised in plastic on the side of lawn dart. Do not throw at playmates. I mean— we had all the fun taken away because somewhere some idiot in Ohio had his sister sit in the ring target and he threw a lawn dart and it landed in her head and killed his sister. So, like, how about that? Don't do that. How about that one? About, can I keep my lawn darts if I promise not to use them as murder weapons uh, against each other? Which is the implied message with the big wheel. Okay, but that's an anecdote that led to a sweeping change that was probably an overreaction. Lawn darting. The issues with social media are far more pervasive on a much more grander scale than lawn darts. I know, I, I, you know, I, I know, but it's like it's thinking that you can have a congressional hearing, anything that hurts a kid. Look, <clears throat> you, you can't shove the Internet back into Pandora's box. Right, it, correct. It, it, you know, and you can't, you can't have an Internet without social media and sharing. But you can and, have more safeguards. The minute you do that and people can anonymously be mean, then real human nature shows itself. And I'm sorry if, if you're hopeful and you think that the Internet is a, 
a place for 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 nothing but communication and nothing but good. I got news for you. It's called human nature. We learn we when when people when old when Japanese people get old, they invent a new market. There's always a place for something to be perverted like that. And you know, mean spirited people. We know this in radio because I'm my real name is on my Twitter handle. It's Brian Suits of KTTH. Um, people that don't use their real name get to be mean to me all day long, and I what I do is I just go on none talk, and that's and that's kind of a play on words. It's a it's a um, uh, it's a what's that called? T O K T A L K. I mean, it's a play on words, but what's the word for it? Wait, what now? Anyway, uh, talk, talk, talk. Mm-hmm. What what is that called? I don't know. A pun, right? Oh, sure. Okay. okay. Anyway, the, I just go on none talk. My name is Sister Monica Claire. Because of TikTok, I've created a community where people can feel... So you can be mean to me all day long, at Dark Secret Place on Twitter. And I'm just going to go get holier than, than you. You're, you're spewing the, the devil's 240 characters of what you're doing. And I'm coming back at you with, uh, with Jesus's 480. Safe asking questions about spirituality. That's what I call it, the Jesus 480. And uh, we just wait till you get to Valhalla, and Odin's going to flay the skin from your uh, body. Anyway, the chairman of TikTok is still promising that he's not owned by the Chinese Communist Party, and that uh, he's not trying to manipulate American kids. And he's not explaining so far why is it that the content in China is all uh, patriotic uh, stories and reasons to worship the Chinese Communist Party, which I I don't want. At least you know it's better than that, but. It's certainly not bullying. Why, why is it that you can control the content in China? On with a group just a few days ago. We used their insight to strengthen the protections on our platform. And we also work with leading groups like the Technology Coalition. For, for instance, we just debuted a new ad on American TV today. That's Jobs. My name is Sister Monica Claire. Because of TikTok, I've created a community. So there you go. I mean, we can't be bad. Seriously, we'll be back in just a second. Data environment for U.S. users. With more of this propaganda from the from the fountainhead of the propaganda, AM770 KTTH. Hey, this is library. Somebody KTTH, uh, Brian Suits here, now the CEO of X uh, is fumbling with her mic. <laughs> Check CEO, my Senate seat. Uh, would you serve a cease and desist to a kindergarten? Uh, no, but an elementary? Well, yeah. Uh, that is what a lawyer for the Mountain Loop Mine, uh, which lacks permits for the gravel pit near Everett, uh, next to the... Uh, Fairmount is that what it is? And, uh, Fairmount Elementary and uh, Elementary School in Everett. There's a unpermitted gravel yard, and you know they can put up some dust. And the complaints have led to the uh, unpermitted mine company, Mountain Loop Mine, 
to serve a cease and desist. Yay, Verily goes with the Gozerian. A cease and desist from this um, bad-mouthing of our un- unpermitted uh, gravel yard. So anyway, we'll, we'll look into that uh, a little bit. I, I uh, should close up our Syria Operation uh, Biden Storm uh, 2024. So it very well may be because they're what they're looking for. And I mean, I, I got to say, it would go against type if Biden actually did put his name on some four day, you know, counter Iran influence uh, strike. We've been lining up diplomatic support. It's all it's all green lighted by the Gulf Arab states. You know, better we do it than than they do and, and, and all that. And we've been trying to get some coalition partners. Probably there would be some Saudi and UAE uh, aircraft involved. However, I just think that knowing how Biden operates, being able to have the cover of, hey, they they said they'd stand down. So we don't have to do it. See, American uh, waving a big stick uh, diplomacy works. See, and this is where uh, Trump would have bombed them and the whole thing. You know, remember, Trump had a green light when the... Iranians shot down a, a Northrop RQ-4 Global Hawk, a $90 million uh, unmanned aircraft. He had a green light. Uh, he had places, he had everyone in place uh, to uh, take out a couple dozen Iranian ships or whatever. He chose not to. I don't know who talked him out of it, but it was because uh, no American life was lost. And that's the big escalation that uh, Biden is afraid of is if he strikes Iranian targets in Iran, that's an escalation. Except that, what would the escalation be? Would Iran strike Freeport, Maine or Palsbo? They wouldn't dare. And that's part of the thing about being an American downrange in that time zone uh, is that you, you are always under the umbrella of uh, an Iranian adventure. But they're never going to strike inside the U.S. That They might... They might uh, replicate what we've done there uh, earlier this month, shutting down retail gas pumps and things like that. But uh, so anyway, I, I, I'm just afraid that the, the spinners in the White House communication room are looking for any way to not make things go boom or pew pew or whatever, even though that is a president's prerogative and the whole thing. Uh, I think he's going to spin this as a masterful, a master, masterful punch not delivered. Uh, which, you know, I, I think is, I, I think objectively, if you're a cold objective uh, Biden advisor, you're going to say, boss, you got to do something or you seem like the bionic woman. See last hour. Ready, cock locked and ready to rock. Um, yeah. The 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 final final act of uh, The Rock. Nice. You got that reference right oh, away. Oh, yeah. One of my I, favorite I, lines from that movie. One One of the most underrated movies of all time. The Rock. Nick Cage's finest. It's just so good. <laughs> don't Lo- see the quote. Don't see <laughs> the quote. always complain about doing the best, and then insert winners red- go home and sleep tight. Yes, they do in their letter jacket. Um, uh, so anyway, the CEO of uh, Twitter had some trouble with her mic, drawing into doubt that she's a an actual uh, tech CEO because the senator is sitting there. These seventy eight year old men all know that there's a button that turns the mic on. And there's Thank one that you turns it for off. the opportunity to discuss X's work in protecting. Miss Yakarina, could you check if your microphone is on? Um, yeah. If I talk, bu- busted. Now it's off. You might How is that? Okay, Better. Maybe Thank I you very much. Adjust my chair. Apologies. So you know that they're all they're all smugly going. 
Yeah, I love that Dick Durbin had to correct the tech CEO on her mic. Really? Everywhere, like, such as? I guess you'd probably need need instructions written on the gavel. Start over. Chairman Durbin, ranking member Graham. And she can contrast with the rest of them because she's really kind of frazzled. Uh, you know, bad, bad turbulence of the Rockies in, in the Gulf Stream. On this, and then she goes blah blah blah, protecting kids. I, I got to say, Twitter is the least of of the concerns. Um, Facebook is for old people. Let's all agree. Um, Twitter is for people that want to get in an ar- in an argument, and then people like me that want to start an argument and, and things like that. The kids are on the the TikTok, the, the WhatsApp, and the Discordy cord. And and so and and, and well, what are you talking about? Discord already has uh, things in place. We've also built an innovative tool, Teen Safety Assist, that blocks explicit images and helps young people easily report unwelcome conversations. We've also developed a new semantic hashing technology for detecting novel forms of CSAM Mm. called Clip. Mm. And we're sharing this technology with other platforms. Keep it up with with that semantic technology. Buddy boy, and you're you're just going to keep getting it there with we'll that with that beard. Uh, so anyway, that uh, that's going on. Like, like and like I say, if I sound like I'm mocking it, it's because it's a performance. That's why I'm mocking. It's a bad performance. It's a bad kabuki where you trot out these guys who do something you don't understand. And the the TikTok guy was there to get flogged. They're they're not asking questions yet. Proactively or, detect this type of behavior. We make it very difficult. For, for- he said proactive. Uh, Evan hey, Spiegel. You get your damn hands off her. <laughs> um, um, Evan Spiegel is CEO of, I think he's WhatsApp, which no one understands. But it's okay. He's protecting our kids. That recommendation. We believe those safeguards are important to preventing predators from misusing our platform. Anyway, I assure you, Senator, the line forms here to be outraged um, uh, at, uh, at team manipulation. I'm shocked, shocked that he would accuse us of, of this. But, I mean, it... It, uh, so uh, and so anyway, um, <clears throat> the real uh, hearings and the real debate is, you know, you know the what? What's the Patrick Mahomes insurance? Is that Allstate? The bundling? Sure, bundling home and auto. Where he's in the ice bath? Uh, no, the one where where they're giving the pregame speech to the football team, and he says, "Not if you bundle them." And uh, the all the safe safe go or whatever it is. It obviously made an impression on me. Yeah, that's the problem. If I can't, if I've seen that commercial so much, I can quote him. I know it's insurance. Yeah, is it, um, but it's the guy. It's a comedian from the show ATL, and then Patrick Mahomes. Okay, and then the psyop Kelsey, and that one, and so the bundling of the border security with Israel aid with Ukraine aid, especially the Israel aid. Because then you can go, like, don't make me accuse you of being an anti-Semite. But it's a dumb thing to do. But when the Senate writes the bill, they get to do whatever they want because it's the Senate and they have a majority. And so, the and then they come up with a talking point. It's the toughest border security law you're ever going to get. And the fallback is the best deal you're going to get, which is really the bottom line. Hey, it's, it's that or I walk away and go to the other used car lot. But... As more and more of the narrative of the thing is coming out, it looks like Newt Gingrich is right. It's a crappy deal. Excuse me? Because it starts with a low bar. Um, The deal includes not wiping away the stupid app, the CBP one that they're all on, uh, and it's glitchy anyway. And when it it glitches, they just cross the river. But they're supposed to stay on it, and 
one through five, it'll generate one through 5,000 barcodes is really what, what they intend to do. You're going to sit in, in Juarez. There's going to be 5,000 barcodes issued per day. And you're actually going to believe in this glitchy app. When you get the barcode, you're number 4,999 and you're nine kids. Then you cross the river or you go to the port of entry um, and you just flash that, they scan it, and come on in. It doesn't change um, that you're going to be granted, or you're going to be given a ticket, an infraction for uh, illegally uh, entering the country, and then there's going to be temporary asylum until you get adjudicated. The bill's going to the bill is going to green light that, <clears throat> and and yes, that information is is spreading through Central America at light speed, at internet speed, at at uh, at Discord speed, because they, they have a new semantic. We've also developed a new semantic. A new, there's this new semantic on that. And they, they know faster than you'll know on the news or by reading the bill or, or whatever. And so all it's going to do is hire more magistrates to, to take care of the backlog. Cross-departmental expectations of coordination. Total gobbledygook. Harold, Harold Gook on, on that. And that's, I wouldn't sign, I wouldn't say yes to that bill either. And that's what they call the toughest border security bill. It's a farce. It's an absolute farce. And and as I say, say what you will about Newt Gingrich and his method of divorce and, you know, divorcing the wife in the hospital and the, and the rest of that. He does know a crap bill when he sees one. I've been an active Republican my whole life. Every once in a while, part of the party becomes suicidally stupid. <laughs> that bill is suicidally stupid. It makes no sense. I will oppose it every way I can, and I hope that every Republican activist in the country will oppose it. It is a total sellout, and it's just dumb. I mean, it's like having a... I think I've detailed that. Um, and John Mikeson, the uh, Speaker of the House, um, and so did he take a phone call from Trump, and Trump said, kill that bill, don't don't say yes to it? Well, that's what I would do, too. If, if I had a better immigration policy than Biden is proposing, I, I would be wanting to kill that bill, too. The former president has made it clear that he doesn't want you guys to move forward on this. And judging by his comments, he clearly wants to campaign on this issue. Have you spoken to him about the Senate proposal? And are you simply trying to kill this to help him on the campaign? No. Okay. Um, yes is the answer, but uh, I didn't have the suspense music ready to go. Um, all right. Uh, we'll check out local news. More about the elementary school that has to lawyer up because some law dog slapped a cease and desist on an elementary school about bad-mouthing the gravel pit next door to him. Really happened in uh, Everett back next hour, AM 770 KTTH. By the way, hey, gun owners, wait till you hear about the bill that's on the above the fold on the Olympian today. You'll love this uh, attempt at uh, gavinating uh, Washington. Back in a second, AM 770 KTTH. You had my curiosity, but now you have my attention.